Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean. I'm Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process as I figure out ways to keep my own home under control. I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people. People who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 186, I believe. And today... I am talking about, um, or I'm going to share with you 10 simple ways to make life easier or 10 more simple ways or something like that. Because I've done a podcast on this before, just kind of some things that were making my life easier. And, um, as since I did that one and people seem to like it, I was like, you know what? I've just kind of been collecting some ideas as they come up. I thought I'll just share these in another podcast. Um, I would call it life hacks except that my mom doesn't really understand what life hacks are. This is the same woman who was like, when I called somebody a wuss, she's like, what's a wuss? Can you spell that? And for some reason, not being able to spell wuss meant that it wasn't a real word. I still think it's a real word. Anyway, it's possible that I have done similar things to my own children, specifically on the word cringy. Did y'all know that's a word? I'm like, come on, let's just use the word cringeworthy instead of cringy. And they're like, mom. Anyway, I'm rambling, but I'm going to share with you 10 quick little tricks that um, make life easier. I bet you, you know, some of them, but I'm hoping that you'll learn a thing or two. Um, okay. Before I do that too, though, I want to make sure that you know that if you have guests coming next month. Y'all, we're coming up on Thanksgiving here in the U.S. And then Christmas, pretty much most places in the world in the month after that. So, I mean, we're getting really, really close to this kind of stuff. Um, So I just want to make sure that if you are overwhelmed in your home, I've got lots of free resources, but then I also have 14 days to opening your front door to guests. You can get that at aslobcomesclean.com slash 14, like the numbers one, four, And that is the complete printable step-by-step guide that will talk you through and talk you down um, from going through getting your house from total disaster to being able to let guests in the front door. Um, And that's got printables and I mean, it's all printable, but, or you can read it online, but it also has lots of worksheets and things like that to keep you organized and on track. Okay. All right. Are you guys ready for number one? This one is one of those that I'm like, how was I not doing this before? It's again, like so many of the things that I talk about, I'm like, I'm pretty sure the whole world knows this. And I'm the only one who didn't, except that I didn't. And I've learned that when I share those things, there are usually more than three people who are super excited to learn it too. So let's just all give ourselves permission to not feel like goofballs for not having known certain things before. And let's just move forward being glad that we know it. And if you already knew this, then you can, this is your chance to feel superior. (laughs) Whatever. Anyway. Okay. Um, and that is print to PDF. Okay. So paperwork is a huge hassle for everyone in the entire world. It is an extra overwhelming thing for the person who is overwhelmed by stuff and clutter in general anyway. Um, so when I like do a plane ticket or 
I do a hotel reservation or a car rental reservation or something. I'm naming off all travel things because that's what I've been doing lately. But um, maybe it's something else where I just signed up for something or whatever. And the final page is print this for your records. And from personal experience, I know that I probably don't need that printed thing, you know, or maybe it's that you paid a bill or whatever, but it says on there, print this for your records, which means that it's my responsibility. I mean, I feel like that's them telling me, listen, it's your responsibility to be able to prove that you did this, even though most likely it's there in all the digital files of your account or whatever, you know, ultimately this is your responsibility to keep it. So that kind of stuff would stress me out because I would think probably don't need this piece of paper. I probably will never look at it again. And yet I'm super stressed out because it says I'm supposed to print it for my records. What if I don't? Y'all, you know, you can print to PDF. I technically knew that, but for some reason, I guess it just never registered until one day I went, wait a minute. One of the options for printing, like, and it's under the actual option of printers. So like if you have your printer set up to just be the default printer, if you go in there, like you're going to change the printer that this, that this um, document's going to, you just do it like you're printing. You hit, it says print this for your records. You hit print. You go like you're changing the printer and it says print to PDF. What that means is it's going to save it into a PDF, a digital file, you know, which is like a, a more, it's a non-editable, you know, file, not like a Word document or something like that. Um, anyway, you, instead of actually physically printing it, you have that record and then you file it digitally, digitally, digitally. Oh my goodness. How many syllables are supposed to be in that word? I have no idea. Anyway, y'all, I'm super tired. Anyway, so we've got, you file it digitally. So, you know, if you have a financial records, 2018 or travel information or whatever folder within your computer, you just save that PDF as a file there. So it's there. It exists. Another thing you can do kind of along these lines, this is not its own number on the list of 10, but is um, a lot of things I will do is I will send a PDF to my Kindle app. And that means that I have that PDF, that file um, on my Kindle app on my phone. So like, let's say it's a travel document or whatever. I have that there just in case I need it pretty much never do. But just in case I did, that makes me feel better. Okay. But it's a way to keep up with those papers, those, you know, printed things of activity that you've done online that you're supposed to print for your records, but not actually have the paper clutter. So anyway, print to PDF, just go in like you're changing the printer and that's going to be one of your options. Okay. Number two on this list of 10 backwards sorting in email. So I have posts um, for Gmail and Yahoo of how to delete in bulk. I am not sure how up to date the Yahoo one is because I don't have that account anymore. So I can't, you know, go double check it, but I haven't had anybody say this is out of date. So I'm assuming it still at least has some of the same basic principles, but I have that for you to be able to delete huge amounts of email. But one of the things that you can do, if you just want to see that number go down, if you just are super stressed out, and when I say number, I mean like, 
you've got 175,000 unopened emails, which I don't anymore. I'm like down to 1200 y'all. So come on. Anyway. Um, but one of the things you can do is just go within your email up to the date. And usually there's a little up or down arrow or some sort of a dot next to where it has the dates up at the very top, not on an individual email, but up at the very top. And you know, it's giving you the most recent email at the top. You can just switch that and have your oldest email be first. And that's a super easy way to just go ahead and delete chunks of email. Okay. Number three. Oh, this one. Okay. This one is one of the reasons why I decided to do this podcast this week even though I was going to do something else. Anyway, I decided to do this podcast this week because it's about to be elections here in the U.S. And that makes some people crazy. Anyway, so in case you are going crazy on um, Facebook because people who you know um, are saying things that you are like, oh, my word, I don't want to see this side of you. I'd rather know whatever. Okay. Um, you can, um, and, and I think I talked about this a little bit, maybe on the last one, but you can hide certain people or certain sites on Facebook. So let's say that somebody posts something that is, I'm I'm just going to be honest with y'all. I hide it all. Like the people who agree with me or don't agree with me because I don't talk about this kind of stuff anyway. I mean, if it is, if it, if it's just, if I'm embarrassed that they're sharing views, maybe possibly similar to what I have, but they're sharing it in a way that's rude and offensive, I'm like, I hide it all. So what you do is you go to the little side of that specific post and you click on the three dots over to the side, or sometimes it's a little down arrow, whatever, but it's up. It's not really easy to see, but look where their name is. And straight across from that, the very, very right hand top corner of their specific post if you click on that, it's going to allow you to snooze that person for 30 days, which should hopefully take us through this election season. So I've been snoozing a lot of people. It also will let you um, hide. Like one thing you can do is you hide that post and then it will often, I can't guarantee it because it's not always, but it will often give you the option to then hide everything from the page that they were sharing that from. Okay. So as you do every, that's one of the reasons why I hide these things is every single time something that drives me bananas or I find offensive to me or to other people, something I would not personally say, and I just don't want to see it because I'm so afraid I'm going to accidentally, you know, not realize that my finger touched the like button and somebody's going to think I liked that, whatever. I will hide You hide that post and then it will often, not always, give you the option to hide everything that the post page, the page that that post came from, that those people shared it from. Okay. So that means if that page is a page that shares stuff like that, well, now you don't have to worry about that anymore. Okay. Because you're not going to see anything from that page anymore. And the great thing about that is that's generally forever. You can usually snooze that page for a little while, but one of the reasons I like to hide it is because it usually gives you then the option to never see anything from that page again. Okay. Um, other things on that, that's a new thing that I will tell you sort of kind of works, but not really is you can snooze certain keywords on Facebook. Um, so 
if somebody's talking about something, you're like, seriously, another post on this subject by yet another person. Oh my goodness. You can click on that same place, top right corner of that specific post, and it will say mute certain mute posts with these keywords. Well, you click on that. The problem with that is it gives you, you don't get to decide on the keyword. It gives you choices. Well, sometimes it doesn't give me the choices of the actual keywords that I want. Like it'll be, um, I don't know. And, you know, hide everything that has the word and I don't know if it says that or not, but it's stuff that dumb where I'm like, of course, I'm not going to hide some, everything that says the word and, but I do want to hide everything that has this word in it. But if you'll keep doing that as those kind of posts come through, which they come kind of often if they're the ones that get on your nerves, usually, um, usually it'll have some sort of an option of being able to hide certain words that only does it for 30 days. And I'll be honest with you. I don't know how well it works. I feel like now I'm not seeing the posts with the words that I had asked it to hide. But when I first started doing that, it wasn't working. I mean, I would still see other posts with those same words that I knew I had just hidden a day or two ago. So it's not perfect, but I've done it consistently and I feel like it has finally started working and I'm not seeing some of those. So if there's, you know, I I don't know, I'm not going to give it, I think you know what I'm talking about. Just to be nice, I'm not getting anything. You can also mute someone on Instagram without unfollowing them. Like let's, you know, there's not all these snooze for 30 days, mute keywords or anything like that. But on Instagram, you can go to their, um, you know, a post that they've done top right corner next to their name. And it'll give you options to um, mute them. So they're not going to know that you muted them, but you're not going to see them anymore. There used to be a way to mute just their stories, but I went looking and I couldn't find how to do that. So if you know how to do that, let us know in the show notes here, or let me know on Instagram and I'll share it with people. But, um, I think Rebecca from simply Rebecca had said something one time, maybe it was on simply awesome or simply awesome, sort of awesome, whatever. Um, sort of Rebecca, simply awesome. Yes. No, (laughs) simply Rebecca, sort of awesome. But she had said something about how to do that. And I know I've done it before, not because I didn't want to see people, but it was like, you know, those aren't, sometimes you can get to where you have too many Instagram stories, but, um, anyway, so you can mute them in general. You won't see them on Instagram anymore, but they won't know that you aren't following them anymore. So technically you are a follower of theirs, but you're not seeing their stuff anymore. Okay. All right real quick. Let me stop and give you an update about one of our sponsors here at A Slob Comes Clean. Um, We're thankful for our sponsors because they make the show possible. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. It's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. Other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees, trade stocks, and keep all of your profits. Robinhood web platform also lets you view stock collections like 100 most popular, sectors like entertainment and social media, and curated categories like female CEOs. And you can see analyst ratings of buy, hold, sell for every stock. Learn how to invest as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks and track favorite companies with a personalized news feed. 
Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at aslob.robinhood.com. That's aslob.robinhood.com. Okay, let's get back to our list here. Um, Number four, I talked, I'm pretty sure extensively last time I gave things making my life easier about the Walmart grocery app. So I won't do that again. But I do want to reemphasize if I didn't before the beauty of the favorites section on that app. Okay, this is for Walmart grocery pickup, where you order it through the grocery app. And then you go and just have a set time you get there, you pick it up, I explain it in the other one. But the thing I've come to really, really love is the favorite section. So down at the bottom of the app, there is a little heart. If you will tap on that heart, it's going to list off everything that you generally order. Okay. I think it might even be everything you've ever ordered, but what's beautiful about it, beautiful to me as someone who loves to have time saved and hassle saved. What's great about it is, um, it reminds me of those basic things. I mean, like, you know, bread, turkey, um, chips, dessert for my kids' lunches, um, you know, sandwich bags, that kind of stuff. All the things that we order on a consistent basis, I cannot tell you how many times I have gone through the favorites, just kind of scrolled through them quickly, quickly and gone, oh, that's right, I need that. And it just is great for me as somebody who tends to be a little bit scatterbrained for that. One thing they've been doing, which again, I can't guarantee they'll keep doing or that they do it for you, is when I go to check out, when I say I'm done, it will actually say, are you sure you don't need? And then it will like put up the eight things that I order basically every week that I haven't yet ordered that week. And I love that. Okay. So make sure you're checking the favorites. Just kind of scroll through that real quickly um, before you place your order. Um, okay. I just want to say none of my books, as far as I know, because nobody tells me, are actually on sale right now on Kindle. But they do occasionally go on sale. And I always have people say, I don't have a Kindle. Okay. But you know, there are a lot of, um, great books that go on sale. I mean, I generally buy, um, the vast majority of the books that I buy for my Kindle, I buy for a dollar 99. I mean, that's just kind of standard. Um, for me, that's like, that's the price I look for. I'm like, well, if I got it from the library, I would most definitely be paying more than $1.99 in fees. Y'all, my, I know everybody tells me, you need to get on your library's Kindle thing. I have, and it's terrible. Like all the books that I was like excited to go see, they didn't have any of them. I know, I, it, was, it was very upsetting. Anyway, maybe I'm doing it wrong, but as far as I could tell, there was hardly anything on there that I actually wanted. So I know it's different for each library, but... I do like having um, that. So if you do not have a Kindle, you can get a Kindle app on your phone. It's free. The app itself is free, but having that app allows you to buy a Kindle book and it goes to that app and then you can read the book on that app. So if there's a book you really want to read, that's a great 
you know, that's a great way to take advantage of when something's on sale. And then you've basically always got it with you. If you've got your phone with you, there's actually Kindle apps for a desktop and tablets. Um, all basically every single thing you can have any kind of an app on, you can have a Kindle app and the Kindle app is free. You have to buy the books, although there are also free Kindle books, you have to buy the books and then those are on your Kindle app and you're reading it like it's a Kindle. The same thing too. And I've explained this before, but you know, audible apps, um, there's an audible, there's an app for audible, um, that allows you to take advantage of deals. Cause sometimes, you know, a great book is on sale for super cheap and that's a way for you to get that. You don't have to be a member of either of those places for you to have the app and take advantage of the actual deals themselves. It's basically just the Kindle app is a place for you to read Kindle books. Okay. And the audible app is a place for you to listen to audible books. Okay. To audio, audio books on audible. Um, so just, just know that those apps are free. They're available for you to take advantage of those deals as they come along, which leads me to number six, the two places that I I'm honestly not letting myself open them lately because I have so many Kindle books that I have not even read. I'm trying to not even know what's on sale these days. Um, but that's BookBub. I think it's BookBub, BookBub, B-U-B dot com. Um, and you can go and you can click on um, different categories of books that you're interested in. And it will send you a um, an email that has, um, those, you know, whatever books in those categories that are on sale. Now I will tell you, here's a little behind the scenes. I've had a couple of my books on BookBub. I'll just let you know. Um, it's a big deal for a book to get on BookBub. They have a whole lot of qualifications, things that you have to do to apply. It is a paid service, meaning you're not paying to get the email at all. Okay. It's free for you, but you know, I don't think it's all of them. But a lot of books, they have to pay to be on BookBub because it's a lot of exposure for a sale day. Um, so that's one of the, I, I do that one, but I really like the Modern Mrs. Darcy Kindle email. Um, it's just at Modern Mercy. Mm, oh my goodness, y'all. Whew. Okay. ModernMrsDarcy.com. Um, just sign up for her Kindle email list. I'll try to do a link there in the show notes for that. Um, and she sends out a daily email with, um, great deals on Kindle books and she'll include when there's an audible, um, or some sort of an audiobook and also nook deals and things like that, you know, so she's, she's great about doing that. Hers is more curated. It's not a paid thing. Um, you know, you don't, people don't pay to get their books included on there. I don't think, I don't know, more power to her if they do, but you know, she, she does a lot of, um, um, you know, just kind of her personal take on it or a lot of people like this, um, that kind of stuff. So I, uh, I, I really like that one. I'll be honest, I have kind of learned that she and I don't have the same tastes. Um, but I do find, you know, I've kind of learned, I, I don't automatically go, yes, I want that just because she said she loved it. Okay. But um, at the same time, I, you know, I, I feel like a lot of the books that she'll post are ones where I'm like, oh, yes, I really want to read that. And I do love a lot of the ones that I get on there. Okay. All right. So that's number six. Oh, number seven. And as long as we're talking about this, um, I have a post on this that I share somewhat regularly because it's life information that will change your life. Um, did you know 
that you can put your Kindle in a Ziploc bag so you can read it in the bathtub. Okay. That's a really great life tip, right? So my best friend is always like, oh, I, I'd be so afraid I'd drop it in the tub. I'm like, put it in a Ziploc bag. It's like way cheaper than having to pay for a library book that you got all dribbly and dumped in the tub or whatever. Anyway, I, I mean, now you have to be super careful. Test the bag. Make sure I don't submerge it, whatever. But it's for drips and drops and all that. I still do my best to keep it away from the water. You know, all that kind of stuff. Use at your own risk, blah, 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 not safe for children, whatever. Um, but I, I'm just telling you, like, I love to read in the bathtub. That's my favorite thing. So, um, being able to take my Kindle in there is actually way, way, way less of a hassle than taking an actual real book in there. Not that Kindle books aren't real books, says the author. Okay. Um, all right. Let me tell you about our next sponsor. Our next sponsor is RX Bar. RX Bar wants to build things the right way. RX Bar believes in the power of transparency and lets the core ingredients do all the talking with all of them listed on the front of the packaging. I've totally no- noticed, and you probably have too, RX Bar on the shelf. They're the ones who have egg whites for protein, dates to bind, nuts for texture, and other delicious ingredients like unsweetened chocolate which of course I can't eat because I'm allergic to chocolate, but everybody else in my family loves chocolate, real fruit and spices like sea salt or cinnamon. Did you know that RX Bar has a kid line as well? They're the same whole food ingredients as RX Bar, just smaller and in kid-friendly flavors like PB&J and double chocolate chip. Both the adult and kid bars are gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, have no artificial colors, artificial flavors, preservatives, or fillers. They're great for lunchbox add-ins, after-school snacks, or to throw in a sports bag. I read off the flavors to my kids, and they love the sound of the peanut butter chocolate. We're excited to get ours soon. RX Bar is offering you an exclusive pack of six adult bars and four kid bars so the whole family is able to enjoy. For 25% off your first order, visit rxbar.com slob and enter promo code slob at checkout. That's rxbar.com slob. Enter the promo code slob at checkout for 25% off your first order. Okay, let's talk again about number, what are we on? Seven, I think. Oh, seven was Kindle in the bathtub, but that's the one that will change your life more than anything. Okay. Number eight is one from this summer that I had kind of done here and there. And then this summer, as I had my teenagers at home, I say teenagers, even though my daughter's 12, because you know, she, she doesn't have a teenager attitude. She's lovely. Um, but she functions, you know, she can handle herself and do all the stuff a teenager can do mostly. Um, but you know, when I have three at home and I make them, you know, come up with their own breakfasts and dinners, I mean, they're making biscuits and they're cooking, you know, frozen pizzas and all this different kind of chicken nuggets, whatever. I am telling you the cookie sheets, I mean, we go through all of them and then they would just sit in my, um, sink and I'd be like, y'all have to wash these. And it just was one of those things. So I bought, um, actually I already had it, 
because we use it when we cook bacon in the oven. But um, the wide, like the extra wide foil, I you can get it anywhere. I get it at Costco because we, you know, I like to always, always have it on hand. Um, anyway, it's the extra wide foil will cover an entire cookie sheet. Now, no, you know, if it's bacon that we're doing, it's got to be one that has pretty deep um, edges because, you know, otherwise the bacon grease would go off and cause a fire. But anyway, it's got to have somewhere to collect on the cookie sheet. Maybe that's not actually a cookie sheet. I don't know, but whatever it is, it's those sheet pans. So not sheep pens, like someone thought I was saying when I was talking to Tiffany about sheet pan dinners. But anyway, so I would cover that with the foil. So I just said, okay, kids, cover the cookie sheets, sheet pans, whatever with foil. And that means that they don't have to be washed all the time. And y'all, I'm sorry, but we don't use, we don't cook that way very much on a like constant basis. Like as far as, you know, things on sheet pans in the oven, but when my kids cook, that's the vast majority of the stuff that they do is cooked that way. So it really, really, really eases up, um, on the number of times that you have to cook the, uh, I mean, wash the cookie sheets. So anyway, that is great. If for smaller things, if it's just like a small individual pizza or something like that, um, or like on a little, we have a, like a reusable pie plate. It's not tin, but it's like stainless steel or whatever. Um, I love the foil sheets that, um, come in a little like flat box. I know I've seen them at the Dollar Tree. I've got them at the grocery store, whatever. Those things are great. So just a little foil sheet, put it on there. And then that way the um, pan doesn't actually have to be washed. It's great. Okay. Um. Oh, here we go. If you're still with me, oh, I hope you are because this is the best one ever. How many of you, raise your hand unless you're driving, how many of you get super annoyed when you have to sign into something on your phone and you have to type in this whole long email address and you're saying to yourself, why did I create such a long email address? And it's so annoying to do on all the little bitty things on your phone, the little bitty, you know, keypad on your phone to do that. You can create autocorrects in your phone. Did you know that? You know how annoying autocorrects are within your phone. Okay. Go to your settings, go to general under settings, go down to keyboard, which is right under date and time. Go to text replacement. Okay. On text replacement, you can just go to the little plus sign. This is on an iPhone, but I'm pretty sure that there's something similar on non iPhones. Um, You type in the phrase, you type in whatever it is that you want to auto-populate, and then you create a shortcut. So for example, writing out the URL for me, when I'm going to do a Facebook live, the URL to, you know, a slobcomesclean.com slash book, you know, I just have three letters that I can type into my phone and that auto-populates. Oh, it's the greatest. I do that for my email address, a slobcomesclean at gmail.com. I just type ASCCG and that comes straight up, which anytime I'm signing into something with my email address, oh my word, that's the greatest. Now I don't do it with passwords because I feel like that would be 
not smart, you know, to have that kind of stuff in there. But anything that you find that you're consistently having to type into your phone, and it's so annoying to have to type it in, go create a text replacement for that. Under um, keyboards, in uh, under general, under settings. Okay. So if that doesn't show you how to do it on your specific kind of phone, I would Google it with the name of your phone, you know, um, create text replacement, and then the name of whatever kind of phone you have, because I'm telling you that is the greatest. Okay, another thing I'm going to tell you, and this is something that as a good blogger, I should not tell you. But I know that, um, um, you know, there's ads online, right? And sometimes, especially on mobile, it can make it kind of hard to read. I appreciate it when you leave them on there, because that's how I get to call this my job. But if it is hard for you to read um, on mobile, at least on the iPhone, um, when you go to a specific post, if you look at the top, a lot of times there are three little horizontal lines next to the URL up there in the URL bar at the top, okay, above the post. Um, if you, and sometimes it will actually say reader view available. If you'll click on those three bars, it will like basically just give you the words for the post. I think it might have pictures for the post, but mostly it's just the words. And that sometimes makes it easier to read. I really shouldn't be telling you all that, but I know, um, you know, sometimes if whatever kind of phone you have, whatever size it is, sometimes that can be annoying. So I want to make sure you know that. Okay. So those are 10 things that will hopefully make your life easier. Um, I do want to remind you that we have a patron only Facebook group. I love it when you guys join. I want to make sure if you have joined and you are not yet part of the Facebook group, please email me. It is there within Patreon. All the information is there once you join. So if you join for the first time, it's a $5 a month thing. Um, at a, being a patron. And then a perk of that is getting to be part of the Facebook group that's secret. But if you join the Facebook, if you join the Patreon, then um, after you join it, look for the form. Okay, look for the link to the form, because that's the only place it is. And it we have to do that. Because when a group is secret on Facebook, which is kind of the appeal of it not being something where somebody's going to be able to see, oh, what's this group that so-and-so is part of? Um, you know, that, that nobody's going to be able to see it. It's totally secret. Um, but because of it being secret, it's harder to get people into it. I can't just give you a link to go join it. You have to actually fill out a form and then I have to invite you to it. So um, if, and I, everybody who has filled out the form has been invited. If you didn't get your invitation, send me an email, a slob comes clean at gmail.com. If you signed up for Patreon or thought you signed up for Patreon and you never either saw the link or you can't remember if you did it or whatever, send me an email, a slob comes clean at gmail.com and we'll get it figured out. Cause I want you in that group. I mean, Yes, it's a hoop that has to be jumped through, but that's just the nature of what it is. It just has to be that way. It's not my choice. I'm not trying to make it hard, but mostly I just want you in there if you're a patron. So, and you want to be, you can totally be a patron and not be in there, but if you want to be in there and you're an active patron, then um, make sure you send me an email and I will make sure that we get you in there. Okay. 
Um, just a reminder, 14 days to opening your front door to guests, $7.99. Just go to eslobkemsclean.com slash 14. All right. I will talk to you guys next week. Hopefully I won't be so tired. We'll see how that goes.